Hello, welcome to this No Fibs podcast. I'm Wayne Jansen and your host for this episode. Back in 2018, a young Swedish student, Greta Thunberg, staged a solo protest outside her parliament with a sign that simply read, School Strike for Climate. That single act of defiance by the young Swede quickly grew into a global movement of millions. At the 2019 federal election, NoFibs covered climate action independent candidates in safe coalition seats with the hope that a change in government and a strong crossbench would finally see Australia act responsibly on climate. My hope was the climate strike kids would get involved in the election campaign and make some noise. That didn't really happen, but this time, School Strike for Climate Australia are holding a series of strikes, sit-ins, forums and other events to make their voices heard during the election campaign. On Monday, a group of students in the electorate of Goldstein protested on the street outside the office of their current local member, Tim Wilson. Former ABC journalist Zoe Daniel is running a strong, independent, climate-focused, community-driven campaign in the electorate. The year before Tony Abbott became Prime Minister, the Institute of Public Affairs, also known as the IPA, published a wish list of 75 things to transform Australia that included abolish the Department of Climate Change, abolish the Clean Energy Fund, repeal the Renewable Energy Target, withdraw from the Kyoto Protocol and privatise the Snowy Hydro Scheme. Before entering Parliament, Tim Wilson was Director of Climate Change Policy during his time at the IPA, which he left in 2013. I spoke to a couple of young organisers at the rally. You like the school kids? What prompted you to come down to Tim Wilson's office, right Tim Wilson's office? Yeah, so obviously we live in Bayside, um, I've grown up here and I'm really sick and tired of seeing climate in action. I'm sick of Tim, Vil- Tim Wilson voting against renewables. Um, I'm just sick of seeing so much um, denial and um, ignorance against the issue of climate change, which is something I'm really passionate about, because climate change is here, and it's here now, and it's not something we can just ignore. Yeah. That's very similar for me. Growing up and as a student, I don't have that much control over politics in my country. And having a local member is something that I do have a little bit of control over. I talk to it about my parents a lot. I talk to it with my parents a lot. I get to hear their views on it. And it's really meaningful to me that I have someone representing my local community that will actually benefit me and my fellow classmates' futures and not just profit. And... Climate inaction is something that I've seen alive and well in Elstonwick and Bayside areas for so long now, and I'm sick and tired of hearing all this, all this talk about how it costs too much money or we can't do it. That is exactly the reason why these people are in power, and this is what they're meant to be taken care of. We, the students, have, have shown our voices and shown what we're passionate about, and now all we need is for the MPs to listen to us. How old are you two? Year 11 or year 12? I'm in year 12, I just turned 18. So you can vote? Yes. Bad luck to you. I'm in year 9, I just turned 15. Oh, okay, so you can't vote. No, I can't vote yet. So are you local in this area? No, I'm up in Indi. Oh, Oh, okay. Okay. Up in the McGowan area. Yeah. Right. Yeah, excellent. I'll yeah. listen to her Zoom thing because I belong to the Zoe. Da- we belong to the yeah. Zoe Daniels. No, I, 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 I,
Uh, we came to represent the uh, Grandmothers for Climate Action. Okay. It's a group of us that have been um, sort of protesting for the last two or three years. Uh, you know, the last election, basically, yeah. Um, just for something to happen on climate and to see, take, make the government take notice of how the people feel out there and that we want a definite change in, in the policy because what they've got now is, is hopeless. So you're all supporting um, Zoe Daniel? No. Yeah. Oh, we are. Yes. We are because we live yeah. in Goldstein. Oh, right. But as a group here, we're grandmothers for climate action. Yeah, no, no, no. yeah, we normally yeah. go into the yeah. city with the kids on the school strike. So that's why you're changing the T-shirt. Yes. This is why yeah. we're wearing yeah. our pink grandmother shirts. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's been, we've, you know, we used to go to all the strikes the strike, children's strike for action and the other protests. But with COVID, there's, we haven't been able to. So it's very good to be able... Yes, it has. It's so just a shame. To point out that these signs were repurposed Clyde Palmer voting signs from the last election. That is so cool. <laughs> as well as the Grandmothers for Climate Action, there are a couple of teal-clad Daniel supporters who are holding up signs for passing traffic and a second group of adults who did the same at the nearby traffic lights. Yet the government still criticises students for striking from school to protest the climate crisis. Shame! 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 Today, we go on strike to stop the climate crisis. We want a politician who will prioritise our futures and the environment and not just profit. Our demands that our Australian government and Tim Wilson starts to see climate change as what it really is, a crisis. And a crisis that should be dealt with immediately, not by 2050. After the climate strikers made some speeches, chalk was handed around, which prompted the police to walk over and tell the students they couldn't write on the MP's office. Kids pulled out post-it notes, replying, these are for the window, the chalk is for the footpath. Police pulled back. This was towards the end of the students' protest, so I wandered around and took a few photos. When the students started removing their post-it notes, I checked my Twitter account and noticed Tim Wilson had responded to the kids by quoting one of my tweets with the message, Sorry I missed you. I was making sure Australia's largest renewable energy project and one of the biggest in the globe emoji, hyphen, snowy 2.0, hyphen, is going ahead. We're getting on with building Australia's carbon-neutral industrial future. Dot, dot, dot. Hashtag a little less conversation, a little more climate action. Snowy 2.0 has been beset by problems. In 2020, researchers raised red flags about the disastrous environmental impacts of the project on endangered species in the pristine Kosciuszko National Park. Then last year... Energy experts found that the cost of Snowy 2.0, again quoted by Turnbull to cost $2 billion, could blow out by as much as $10 billion. Well, this week it gets worse. According to the Daily Telegraph, the $3 billion interconnector, which will deliver power from Snowy 2.0 out to where it's needed, well, the interconnector won't be built until 2031 at the earliest. Now, that's six years after we're told Snowy 2.0 will be completed and 14 years after Turnbull's announcement. What's the point of generating power if you can't get it to the power point? Good Lord. Two words there, white elephant. 
That was Peter Credlin over on Sky News, who was, of course, the Chief of Staff for former Liberal Prime Minister Tony Abbott. I showed student climate strikers Tim Wilson's response and they all broke into laughter with one of the student organisers responding, very passive-aggressive. A little less conversation, a little more climate action. I wonder how long it took Tim Wilson to come up with that tone deaf hashtag to throw at the climate strikers. School Strike for Climate Australia have actions planned during the period leading into the election. You'll find a link to their website on this podcast's page. Thank you for listening and hope you enjoyed this NoFibs podcast. Until next time, goodbye. Thank you.